Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this spoilerific Rogue One review of Blah Blah Podcast. And we have a full house tonight, so please keep track of who's talking. I am Jason Green. With me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Mike Dowling. Hi there. Evan Moore. Hello. Josh Hirsch. How's it going? Dan Katz. Hello there. Joe Bo. Hey. And making his triumphant return after being years and years, after being frozen in carbonite for years and years, Mr. Benny P. You know, it's cold in there. <laughs> in that fridge. In that I castle. I can't see. <laughs> Someone's got to do something to him. <laughs> Anyway, uh, should we get right into it? Yeah, we have yeah. a lot to talk Before about. We drag out a long joke. <laughs> okay, we just saw Rogue One, and I'm reminding everybody: if you haven't seen it, please turn away and go see the movie now, because we will be spoiling it from front to back like a very good book. Insert oh. excellent Rogue One knockoff music here. What? Yeah. So final final warning: spoilers incoming. In three, two, one. So yeah, when when uh, Chewbacca comes in and has sex with Maz Kanata, that's that was a pretty. pretty it's a trap. Scene. It's a trap. It's a tranny. <laughs> All right, uh, let's gauge our reviews or our thoughts, everybody. I'll start. We'll go clockwise. So because everyone at home can listening can see what yeah. order we're sitting in. Yep, I know. <laughs> uh, it's just like big comfy couch. Evan's doing the clock thing on the floor, and he's like moving his hands <laughs> around. Remember that? Did you just watch that before you came yes, over? Yes, I oh. did. Oh, right after the surprised. bananas and pajamas marathon. I love that show. <laughs> All right, I will start off. I loved it. I honestly thought it was better than Force Awakens. It took me a while to warm up to it. As the movie went on, I liked it more and more. Uh, it did nostalgia nostalgia in the right way, in my opinion, by showing like um, older characters here and there and making you like, hey, not full story beats like Force Awakens did. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought the action was great. Um, I was a little apprehensive at first because I'm not too big of a fan of the writer and the director, but it surprised me. It was very good, and I would love to see it again. Mike! Hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as probably the one person here who hasn't seen all of the Star Wars movies. Heathen! Oh. In fact, I've only... Me too. Th- th- me too. Okay. Uh, I've only seen three of them prior to this. Uh, I thought it was a solid action film, you know, from beginning to end. I, because I, I'm not, I didn't grow up with Star Wars, so all of the jokes you're making about the knockoff music didn't really hit me. So I'm just hearing this music that's seemingly inspired by John Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seemed fine. I like it. Didn't pull too much from the mythos, as far as I could tell. It seemed like it stood on its own for the most part. Yeah, you ha- you're gonna have cameos and references, and you know, up and down the street. But you know, it seemed to be all around good. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I thought this movie was was well done altogether. Um, we'll hit on it a little bit later, but the the when they did use CGI, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the one thing I've seen with Force Awakens in this movie is that it's shot very beautifully. Yeah, big landscapes. Yeah, the cinematography is excellent. Uh, altogether, this is a movie you have to go see. Especially in 4D. Or, no, Not necessarily. 4K. 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 Pretty 4K. sure they used uh, a new camera for this. I'm sure the movie would be beautiful the at the end of the 4D. 65. Yeah. 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 Glasses in your shoulder. Uh, Evan, what'd you think? Um, I, I've said many times that I was, I, I kind of protest the existence of this film. <clears throat> Yeah. All right, Sean. You called it that I would like it. I do. I love it. I think it was. I think it was really great. Just went on. Um, I, I think <laughs> that some reviews that I'm hearing are a little. Oh, it, this movie to me was both completely underrated and overrated at the same time. I had no expectations, and then when it came out, everyone was like, 
this is better than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I don't feel that at and all. And I don't, I don't feel like it was as... I, I still hold the original trilogy up on a pedestal, whether that be nostalgia or actual great filmmaking, I don't care. Uh, but this was fantastic. Nostalgia. And the lead-in right into New Hope, I think was great. Uh, I think the movie got better. It built on itself, and it just continuously escalated the stakes. The characters got stronger. It started off as kind of a, a war film and became a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was not expecting this to be as badass as it was, uh, particularly how they used Darth Vader. Oh my god, that was amazing. That was the most intimidating. I, 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 was, I was grinning ear to ear. Just like, oh my god, Darth Vader! It was right out of Battlefront. <laughs> it, was, it really was. Like yeah. it, A lot of the movie felt like some of the better video games. That, that, that final out. sequence with him is amazing. Yeah, yeah. well, we'll talk about that in, in more detail for sure. Uh, but a lot of this movie felt like it came right out of some of the, the better spinoffs, the better video games, the better novels. Um, it, it really worked for me on all levels. I, I do think this is better than Force Awakens. I would I would yeah. put it above Force it Awakens. It feels just like those magical Ewok spinoffs that they made. Oh, you, you've seen those too? <laughs> <laughs> I think George Lucas tried to destroy those. <laughs> what do you think, Josh? I thought it was an excellent film. Um, again, I'm also not a Star Wars guy like Mike. I never really grew up with it. Um, but definitely great movie, great standalone movie. Obviously, you have to see the other ones just to, you know, get some of the hints. More appreciation for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Really so again, like I didn't get a lot of the inside scoop when people were, you know, jizzing their pants, and I was just <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's cool, whatever. But no, definitely a great movie. Well shot, like Benny said too. Some of the scenery was outstanding when the Death Star blew up yeah. stuff. And you see the waves just going out. It was it looked really nice. Um, that's one of the things I really liked is they did the sh- they did the shots like we've seen we've seen planets get destroyed by it before but yeah. I liked I liked seeing it and yeah and like in the there. first Star Wars movie when the Death Star destroys the whole planet it's it's beautiful but this time it's only destroying portions it's of not the planet. beautiful it's just boom <laughs> one big explosion that's it thanks this Sean. it takes like five they fucking hours for the original for it to Star Wars up. film they actually literally just put up a little model of Alderaan and blew it up and it just yeah. and just took like a little firework it was good it's for the, the time and I still <laughs> think it looks good it. it's just like and you're like, oh, what shit, I'm saying Alderaan. was that even though the Death Star in this movie was destroying a small portion, it was still epically huge. I think uh, it looked cooler than the uh, Star Killer destroying. Oh, definitely, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but what do you think, Dan? Uh, I actually honestly feel like it's the best Star Wars movie since 1980. So good. I mean, I the prequels really weren't that great. Clearly, <laughs> over Return of the Jedi because the final act in this movie is one of the best handling of multiple. Like plot line juggling. In like uh, that, Phantom Menace? Yeah. You know, you know how the Star Wars movies are after Empire, they all have crazy shit going on at the end of them all at once. And this is the first time I ever cared about every single character, what's going on with every single one of them. And sometimes when I cut back in like the Ewoks and Return of Jedi, you're like, who gives a shit? Like, whatever. <laughs> Throwing big but All the characters in this one actually made you like want to empathize with them and see what actually happens to them. So. Yeah. Joe, what'd you think? I, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that you know the the effects looked okay. I, I liked the stuff with him in high school, but I felt like there was way too much Robert Downey Jr. in it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't Spider-Man: Homecoming. This is Star Wars: Rogue One. A Star Wars. The Amazing Star Wars. Oh. The Amazing Star Wars story of a Rogue One. Oh well. Yeah. I like the stuff with him in high school. I thought... <laughs> Who, Vader? Yeah, Vader. And I... Vader going through high school. No, I, I, I 
thought it was incredible. I was I, I was like Evan, you know, kind of going into it, like kind of cautious about like, is this a story that needs to be told? Is this a story that feels like it's going to fit before A New Hope? And I think that it, both of those, yes. Um, it was a great story, great characters. Um, it almost feels like it needs to fit before New Hope now. Yeah. Like, I, I need to watch New Hope now, right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like I'm ready to just go right into that. It, I, I just thought the characters in general were, were great. Like, I, I liked all of it all around. I was just going to say that, you know, it, it makes you appreciate the beginning of the original Star Wars yeah. more now because you know exactly all the shit they had to go through just yeah. to get those plans. Originally, it was just like, okay, they got the fucking plans. And but now, I, it's you more, know. Yeah. It's more impactful to me uh, than um, Revenge of the Sith was up to, well, what was New Hope then? I, but... Well, what I meant to say was, in Revenge of the Sith, you see all the shit Vader went through, but then when you see Vader in the beginning of the very first movie, it's like, you still don't care. But after seeing this, and not as much as I would now after seeing Rogue right. One going into The New Hope. Sorry, well, I missed the, the reason why, like, I, I, I'm more accepting of this than, like, the other, uh, like, spin-off movies, Young Han Solo movie, is that, like, because George Lucas did the opening crawl, he wanted it to feel, like, episodic, that you missed an episode. It's like, we're finally seeing that missing episode that we never got to see. Mm-hmm. So that, like, I, I was... I had yeah. left and said that this was the prequel we always deserved. This we didn't need a, a prequel trilogy. We needed a prequel, and this was the prequel. Yeah. I'm okay now with them continuing in the other direction. I'm still iffy about Young Han Solo, obviously. Um, but you know the fact that they made seven, and now they're going before four. It, it this this to me was the appropriate type of Star Wars prequel. The Senate and the trade blockade and all that bullshit. They, they did mention the Senate. They did mention yeah. the Senate because because they met. There's a line in New Hope. I don't know if you've ever caught this. Grand Moff Tarkin says it that the Senate is dissolved. It's when they're sitting around that table in the boardroom, and right when Vader walks in, he's talking about the fact that they just dissolved the Senate and the Emperor is in control of everything. Oh my god, George was a genius. So so that's <laughs> He's like, a prophet. Like if you watch three to four, if you watch three to four, like there's the whole Senate and everything. And then it's like, oh and the Senate's dissolved, the Emperor owns yeah. everything. And here they're like, there's no Death Star. The Senate doesn't know. And it also establishes that Mon Mothma is a senator. Yeah. Which I thought so this was a better tie between three and four than and anything else. Doesn't like, Leia really say worked. too? Like I'm just a senator on a diplomatic mission. No, that's to Padme. Oberon. She's like I'm just a senator. I'm just no, a senator. no, that's what Leia says. <laughs> yeah, Leia. Leia. Leia said that this was. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm a, she, her I'm a CGI on a face <laughs> turned around and said, "Hope." <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, you didn't uh, say what you think about the movie. Uh, I agree for the most part with a lot of what everyone's saying. I thought it was a really solid action movie. I thought it really fit into the Star Wars mythos. Um, the only complaints I had were. Some of the logic, some of the logic when it comes to the Death Star, because obviously we ha- we can't just you know like I was saying before, you can't blow up a planet just boom real quick. Obviously, you want to build that up, and the fact that people were actually able to get off of a planet that was being uh, exploded is a little much. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, the CGI Grandmoff Tarkin and Princess Leia were very creepy. Like, creepy to the point where I felt uncomfortable, especially Ooh. with a lot of the Graham off Tark and Peter Cushing stuff. But overall, <laughs> oh, Jason, Sorry. would you like to broadcast your uh, porn? Sounds like I'm taking a leak. <laughs> <laughs> See, because Sean is just pissing all over the movie. No, I'm not. Uh, look, look, listen. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank I'm, you. That's my contribution. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, oh, hashtag SIMM. <laughs> listen, I'm not hating on the movie at all. I, if, if, I, if, it was, if it was me, I would slightly... 
I, I would I think I would put it number three overall. You know, slightly yeah. above see, Return. See, for more for me, it was four. It's right after Return of the Jedi for me. He goes Empire, New Hope. I don't know. There's Return stuff the in Jedi. Return of the Jedi that's really uh, fucking. Yeah, dumb. but this is again. This is again. This, this is this is, this is me with seen. the nostalgia really like where I just <laughs> so I I my ranking would still be five four six Rogue One Force Awakens three one two. Mm. Well, let's talk about what worked and didn't work in the movie. We touched upon it a little bit, but we can dig a little deeper into the story. Um, uh, Sean, you can go first, so I can gather my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you can go. First. I feel like I feel I'll like you already first. had. Stuff. Well, first we, right, we there were a few trailers uh, there. Where was, uh, <laughs> what was there? There was. Well, I didn't. See Benny, what trailers were there? Uh, okay, so I remember there was one for the. Uh, well, we I guess we'll start with the Transformers one. Yeah, that's, go that's ahead. One, we'll talk one. about Mike's favorite. Uh, and then there's a couple other ones I want to see. This is the year. Yeah, right, so a war movie. I don't I don't know. Evil. I don't know what Michael Bay did, but um there's dragons and Nazis in the Transformers. Well, not even Nazis, we just all... a swastika and it just goes unexplained. <laughs> we also there's also funny. Vikings, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're Anthony Hopkins straight off of Westworld walked into a Michael Bay movie. He's dressed in the same clothes. Too. I, at one point, at one point, I turned to Evan and I started laughing into his arm because I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then I saw Mark Wahlberg and I said, "Oh, <laughs> we got to get out of here, on. okay?" <laughs> it's that monster truck movie. Oh, we saw the yeah. trailer for. <laughs> we saw the trailer for uh, Nolan's new um, his war movie. What was the name of that, Benny? Dunkirk. 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 Oh. <laughs> that looks good, though. Seriously, <laughs> it, you know what? You know what? It, honestly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. We gotta go to Dunkirk. Mark Rylance turns around. Dunkirk. <laughs> oh, oh god damn! If if god, the, I, Benny, you, you know, see, that was the first time I ever saw the trailer, and I swear to God, if someone turned around and said, "We're in Dunkirk," no, I would have cried. Said, hey, Benny turns to me, and goes, "Yo, what is what is this? What is this? Normandy?" I said, "No, no, this is Dunkirk." He goes, "Oh," I said, "We've talked about this on podcast before." He goes, "Oh yeah, Dunkirk, <laughs> Dunkirk," and I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> Uh, and then the plot of the apes movie started, and I'm like, "What is this Dunkirk with monkeys?" And he goes, "Ape Kirk." <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they literally they, did, they went they went from Dunkirk, which basically all the all the the footage of the trailer is on a beach, and then the first shot of the Ape Kirk is they're on a <laughs> they're riding a horse on a fucking beach. And then whoever, whoever sat there and said, "All right, let's line the previews up like this and put these movies back to back," is a fucking maniac. <laughs> I felt like the Dunkirk trailer had too much Robert Downey Jr. I felt. <laughs> Did you like the stuff with him in high school? Oh yeah, that was fine. Oh yeah, okay, was, cool. I will. I will say this, honest to God, I think Dunkirk looks a lot like Apollo 13, in which it's going to be one of those hard watches. It's Apollo like, 13, but not in space. <laughs> well, no, no, it's no, Apollo no, no, 13, no, 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 but no, Dunkirk. I don't, mean, I don't mean like. I don't mean like Dunkirk in space. Not, I mean, <laughs> That's a, that's a, no, that's a, that's a sequel, obviously. Oh, we have to go to Space Kirk. To send Tom Hanks right, into right, space. Let's get back, let's get back on track. It just, it just, it just no, like, those were all the trolls. We can't. Okay. <laughs> there, were, there were others. There were others. They were just, they weren't, they weren't interesting. Yeah, well, like the, Fate the of the fate. Furious. Eight, like twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-eight of the has gone rogue, Kirk. Uh, all right, let's talk about Star Wars. Um, so this movie had reshoots. It was it was said like five months ago they were doing reshoots. Yeah, look at uh, his hair. Uh, Forrest well, Baker's I, hair. That, that worked because time passed. First he was bald, then he grew out his. Well, the actual his, character from the the Clone Wars was bald. Yeah. So. But tell me if you guys noticed this, or maybe I'm just misinterpreting. I didn't it, even know he was from the Clone Wars. Like, yeah, in the beginning of the movie, uh, the few action scenes in the beginning, like when they're in like those alleyways, generous throwing that guy. I can't remember his name. 
uh, her buddy buddy. It looked like there was a lot of shaky cam. Even when they were talking, it was like just like in Man of Steel when they were talking, there was a shaky cam. Well, that's, cam, that's like, Gareth Edwards. He does that. Yeah, Please. but at the end when they were fighting on the beach, it, that seemed don't to have gone away. Don't compare Rogue One to Man of Steel. <laughs> I will hurt your whole family. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. It makes me sad. Well, let's compare it to BVS then. Okay, oh, so. it makes me hurt well, inside. I like, I, like oh, the part, the I like the part where Krennic was walking around going, <laughs> The itch in my loins. That's the suicide fire squad. in my crotch. Hunka, hunka. Harley Quinn. Hey, mister, you want to screw me? I'll miss the J. Yo, Vader, I don't want no beef. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Big cat. Was he French? Was he French or I think Russian? So. What was he trying to? I have no idea. I thought it was weird accents. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was so, from a galaxy far, far away. He wasn't which, yeah. which dude are you talking about? <laughs> the the other the, the second guy. The not solo. Oh, yeah. so the uh, I don't the, remember his the Mexican name. guy. Yeah, pretty sure that's the guy that plays Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. No, no, I don't know. no. He was definitely but Mexican. Did anyone though. else have like a, a, a brief moment where they thought that that guy that who was not Grand Moff Tarkin was? Uh, Martin Freeman? No. No? No. Really? No. Oh. No. Go home. Oh. Okay. Have you never seen him in anything ever before? No. He's just amazing. You, you stupid Is he a TV actor? No, he he was in uh, Place Beyond the Pines as a really good role. Oh, are we he talking was, about the... He was the, in... Uh, yeah. Krennic? He was in Dark Knight Rises as yeah, the he was, guy uh, that like, choked out. His dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, but what I was going to say was... Yeah, Daggett. In the beginning of the movie, when you first see the main guy... Um, the not Han Solo guy, I can't, I can't remember Cassin. his name. Casson, yeah. Remember, he's with some guy, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get, get my wallet," and he bends down and shoots the stormtrooper in the like, back alley. Kills him. Yeah, no, but he was with some other guy who I thought was also part of the resistance, and then he, he kills him. Well, yeah. that, so well, why did he kill him? What happened was the guy. What was it? The guy had an arm injury and couldn't climb. Well, he also didn't well, no, trust no, no, him. I mean, it was it was the way that uh, I got it. And this is this is I what thought was he was gonna up. turn heel. This is what was set up really early Hit him on. With a chair. <laughs> This that is, seems like a hitman for the, uh, the resistance. To, to me, it seemed like, like the rebellion, the resistance, the alliance, whatever they were calling it, was a fractured group. You mm-hmm. had Forrest Whitaker who was doing this one thing, and then you had like Mon Mothma who was doing something else, and and they were all they all knew of each other, but like they were one was an extremist, one was you know none, none of them were perfect. They, they weren't they weren't, and they were very flawed, yeah. almost anti heroes, and it almost seemed like the rebellion had not yet fully formed. Yeah, in in I That's guess a good it would point. be. 15 20 years 21 well we'll years talk about the timeline in a minute well, no, no, that's no, a I just lot. mean between between three and four not when she was a yeah. kid but between episodes three and episodes four the 20 years but from when the empire formed to the resistance to the rebellion it seems like it was fractured up until they stole the death star plans and then it kind of became the rebellion. Yeah, because Casson really like I thought he was going to be a bad. guy. I thought he was going to be a bad guy too. Yeah. He shot that guy in cold blood. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, even oh, then fuck. he has that but, line but, in the end when he's rounding up where they're kind of like getting their little squad, um, and he says like we've all done bad things for the cause, you know, for something we felt was right. So it's kind of cool seeing that like yeah, the Rebel Alliance, yes, they're they're the good guys. They're trying to free the galaxy. They're not really good people, but they know they have to do bad things for the greater good. Mm. Well, just like Superman. The greater also, good. Well, also the re- the rebel the rebel alliance or the Joker. It, like at one point, remember they were facing the the whole idea of do they go and get the plans and try to get the plans or do they just surrender? Mm. And they were opting to surrender. To me, at that that furthers Evan's point. They're just not quite strong enough to face. Yeah, uh, like yeah. at the end when they went to the main battle, they got wrecked. Oh yeah, no, they. <laughs> That's what that's what I kind of liked about it is they're still ragtag, yeah, and they're still very early on, but it kind of kept it kept um, them cool. And then uh, regarding characters, we had the two Asian fellows. Who, uh, I don't remember their names either, but I just call them Daredevil and the Punisher because the one guy was blind, Donnie Yen, and whoever, and uh, and the other guy, the big dude with the long hair, he was the Punisher. He was fucking people. Forces with me, I'm with the force. Those guys were awesome. <laughs> that, that blind guy, I think. I'm pretty sure that was just be like, oh, we put the guys from the raid and didn't use them, so here you go. <laughs> for, for, for me, Chinese the, the film was interesting and entertaining, and it didn't get great until the blind guy came out and yeah. kicked. And I'm yeah. like, then then I think I turned to Benny, and I was like, 
oh my god. Uh, the, yeah. This movie's starting to become something really? else. I've never really yeah. seen Star Wars, a Star Wars movie with that like hand-to-hand combat before. No. Um, for the for the sake of making things correct, the the blind one is Chirrut, and okay. uh, the other one is Boz. Boz. Chirrut and Boz. Boz. Okay. What, what, what they were is I, I thought their roles were very interesting. Boz they were guardians. <laughs> they were guardians of the Jedi Temple. Galaxy. That was one of the few Jedi temples left. If you don't count, the yeah, on Jeddah, Jedi, whatever planet Jeddah. Um, Jedha. but yeah, no, it was it was interesting that that was like the sacred Jedi Temple because it was on Jeddah. Yeah, and you so, see the fallen statues. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was they they were these guardians and like I guess he could sense the the mm-hmm. crystals. That was also the first time that any Star Wars film has referenced the building of a lightsaber. When it's oh these are the crystals. Yeah, that's that actually the first them. time they ever used the word kyber crystal in a in film. in a film. Yeah. yeah. So and that was a big part of the film was that they were mining the kyber crystals to use to power the Death Star, and and the fact that these two were the guardians of this temple from like a time that. Maybe they're old. I, I thought that was very. Can, can I bring up something about that? Because yeah, they blew up Jeddah, and they were using it to to mine for the crystals. Did they just need not, not need crystals anymore? Because well, I thought that's what was powering what do you, what do you the mean? Death Star. They were saying, wasn't there a line at some point where they were like taking the last of it? There wasn't much left. Right? Yeah, it's, was it's like this was this was it. And yeah. I, ah. I I think the only question there is how did Luke build the green lightsaber? By the way, when when, the, when when Jeddah when Jeddah blew up. When the Death Star blew up Jeddah, did any of did any of you find that scene like it was kind of like blinker you miss it type thing? It's like you see the Death Star charge up and then like well, I it, expected it, was, it to be like a long laser blast all the was, way down to what, the planet. What I thought was really interesting is it was shot for shot at a New Hope. The flicking yeah. the switch, the one guy reaches over his head, and there's the two guys without the railing standing there, and they duck when the thing <laughs> comes by. Family Guy made fun of that. Yeah, I'm like, just asking for one railing. Like yeah. they just used, they reshot all of that and. The, the control panels and everything just looked perfect. But you're right, Dan. That had more impact than the Star Killer base destroying the Republic yeah. in Episode Seven. I, I that was just like it blew up, and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. They, when they, they fired, they showed the, them going, <gasps> and then they were dead. <laughs> you see that that goat guy. <laughs> When they fired the Death Star like twice in that movie, I'm pretty sure they used the same exact footage. Like, Probably, yeah. it looked. I'm like, wait a second, I definitely saw this. There like, was there was ago. some uh, when what was it towards the end when they had the battle, they used the Red Leader. That was a that, that was was that straight from that that looked like it was film stock left over from New Hope because the movie first first off the movie was presented in 4K. It said that so everything was so crisp. And and all of a sudden when they're like, oh, Red Leader standing by, it it went into like the cockpit of one of them, <laughs> and it was like it was blurry. It looked like it was. It was Gold Leader too. He was also yeah. in there. Yeah, but that, Gold Team that's, rules. It's left over. It is. So it's, that was a, that was an actual. That was a quick bit. Gold from Leader Europe, and Stardust. Right. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Because <laughs> because I I could tell that that was a that was a different film quality when they're like Gold Leader. And I'm like you could that's, see the green. That's from New Hope. Like I could I could point that out. So I thought it was really cool how. I mean, I know that you weren't as fan, a big fan of the CGI, but I like how they were. You no, were really, no, no, no. It's all not the CGI really was good, to... except that the, the Grand Moth Tarkin, even more than yeah. Leia's, the, the, like, so, well, Leia looked perfect. It's such an uncanny valley Leia thing. With yeah. him. It's really, let's let's yeah. talk about yeah. Grand Moth Tarkin. So if I anyone not Grand Moth Tarkin. Grand Moth Tarkin. No, it's Grand Moth. Oh, you can, Isn't Moth. it Moth? It's Grand Grand Moth, right, with a T? I thought it was Moth. It's just Two Fs. Two Fs. Grand Moff is a Grand Moff fucking Tarkin. <laughs> you can you can say Governor Tarkin as well. Oh, Joe, now, don't say that to me. I'm Grand Moff. You don't have a microphone. We can probably. Hear 
But I'm not holding when, a fucking when, sho- <laughs> when 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 Tarkin showed up in the movie. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the actor who played Grand Moff Tarkin is dead. Yeah, he, Peter Cushing in real died life. In so they CGI his character into this movie, and it's like right well, at well, the final. At, fir- at first, is, I didn't know. At, at, uh, well, I could tell it was from the back of his head. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's it's like not a that's, human. That's, that's interesting weird. because we actually talked about this a long time ago. There was that rumor they were going to do that. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was going to be. And then we talked about how they didn't do it for episode three. They just cast another actor. I turned to Josh. I'm like, whoever the fuck they got to play him looks just like him. Yeah, really <laughs> and they turned around. Oh, CGI they Tupac and hologram. Then, and then them. I started to really look at it. I'm like, okay, it was right out of Final Fantasy. Spirits within. But I'm I'm happy that they. Did, and you can disagree with me, but I was happy that they did the CGI. Oh, I, no, versus not. Putting yeah, him no, in that's all fine. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine like, with them really, doing it, that. It was cool. That I they feel had, like, like that Peter they Cushing didn't motion capture someone properly for it, though. Like I seriously feel like no, it was just like a CGI gliding the, like. Who image, did the voice? Like, was that the voice from the Clone Wars cartoon? That was, that was the actor who played him. Like in, there was a stand-in actor who did Mop Tarkin, and they CG'd over his. No, no, but the voice actor. I think that was whoever played him. As far as I look, no, no. Well, Peter Cushing is dead. Well, I mean, I mean, the stand-in. Well, on on Oh, so on Star so, Wars so Rebels, a, they had they had they had Tarkin come in as a character, so right. it might have been the person that did the voiceover from that show. Well, okay, even. from what from what I've researched into it, it's I haven't seen anything about the voice, just that there was a guy who was standing in for Tarkin, and then they like Banks. over his face, kind of like how you're standing up right now. Oh, yeah, just was, like Social Network. Was it a mod best? <laughs> it was no Tamura Morrison. Um, <laughs> but uh, from what I've gathered, it's just. That guy who was the stand. I think his voice was voice. perfect. It, it, I mean, obviously there was some of the uncanny valley effect, and but but to me it was almost like wow. But see, and this is a Peter Cushing performance. Yeah, sure, I like yeah. Peter Cushing. But, I've seen him in a lot of things. Well, first of all, you're getting into some weird territory here because he's dead. And yeah, he is dead. Yes, well, you know, in his performance. It's not really his performance. Yeah. But you're getting into a weird territory here. But what I didn't, what I thought was weird was that because he was so involved and he had so many lines, he was the main character. He was like the main. Villain oh, I know, of the I understand movie. that. They, yeah. But because they were doing that, there were certain limitations you can do with the CGI, where his face, facial movements were looking very unnatural at times. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. And to me, Leia worked because it was just one line, and you're, yep. and that's it, and then she's gone. The, the Grandma Tarkin, it's, it's, it looked a little weird. He was in it too much. Which I understand well, from the story I, part, well, but as far as the CGI in, goes, yeah. Well, they could have just Apparently, it is the guy that voiced him in both the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels there you costume. Go. They, they so. they, I think they could have used it a little more like, um, not I sh- cleverly, kind of sounds like I'm insulting it, but what I mean is like, if it was a CGI silhouette of him talking in a Subtle. Yeah. You could, you could, yeah, could subtle, use it more subtle. Yeah. Yeah. If he were like a hologram or on a video screen. Yeah. Or, or, or just the reflection in the, like it might have been a little more. But I like the fact that they made him a main character, because he was. He was in charge of the Death Star. If you watch New Hope, he is the main villain of New Hope. Darth Vader is not the main villain of, of the first Star Wars movie. Tarkin is, and the fact that he was such a central part of this story really, really worked from a plot perspective. As opposed to creating a new character. Which they did anyway. But it that was, still worked. Yeah, not like still Count worked. Dooku, but, but they, it still but worked. they had to do that with Mads Mikkelsen's character. Yeah, who was good, by the way. Yeah, for all three scenes he was in. Yeah. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's why you saw the movie, Sean. Um, did we talk about Krennic at all? Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting, we're getting yeah. into Krennic. He was good. We talked yeah. about I him really, I really liked his character because his character, in a way, kind of speaks to us. Like, we always, we, we strive for, for, for power sometimes. We, we really put, and like, he, he died on a sword. You know, he, he went back and did something that his, his, fought to the bitter end. Yep. 
Yep. Well, he well he went well he went he was back fucked to, over. Yeah. I mean, they they totally. I mean, there was some tension there. I, I don't between know if anyone else knows, but did anyone notice that his blaster is like a six shooter? It's not like a. Oh, no. oh, I didn't see that. It's yeah, like I, I did notice that. Well, cool, okay, like, first things first is his character design's badass. Yeah, I, I like the, the cape. Like the the cape, cape is cool. Holy I, I don't like shit. the hat. I would have loved if they ironed his suit. <laughs> I didn't know. I think yeah. the fact that it had because some of the stormtroopers well, were dirty and everything. I like, feel like I, his I like, suit got worse as a move on because he didn't have time to ever yeah. fix it because he was like <laughs> on, on the move the whole but, time. But what I, what I liked about his character is he was the guy who helped like design and create. It almost like it felt to me just it just like it would be in real life I, with whatever horrible government you have. Where like these guys aren't like we're gonna destroy planets and take things over. It's we're building a weapon to keep the galaxy safe from from the use on Vaughn. If if you go to their perspective, especially Mads Mikkelsen and everything, what they were doing almost seemed like noble for the Empire. Like they didn't seem like villains. And, well, and that's here, the best kind of villain. And, and, the ones yeah. you think they're doing something. And good. here he is, like I built this great thing, and then Tarkin, and, who is an evil character, yeah. is like. Oh, and fuck you. Yeah. It's my death. Well, and, and, I, I, and, and I think the inter more interesting thing is the fact that there is a real relationship between him and Mads Mikkelsen. You can kind of feel that a bit. Like, like they were friends and they lost it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Kranich was in, in business for himself. And that's kind of, that's an aspect of his character. Well, he was like. very vain. He wanted all the attention. Yeah, he yeah. wanted the adulation. Which, which why, yeah, but I don't I think say, he was a, I don't think he was a bad, bad person. No. He wasn't like a... He wasn't he was just your stereotypical he was just twirl your mustache yeah. villain. That's Tarkin. He wants, he, like you said, he wants the attention. He's saying, like, you will tell the Emperor, right? Like, You'll tell the Emperor will know what the good job I did. Choked him out. He's a guy that just wants attention. He wants yeah. he wants recognition. And I, I he really feels think, undermined. I really think deep down inside he knows, because, like, again, he, he brought in Mads Mikkelsen to design it. I mean, it was from the get-go it seemed like he Then he wanted to take all the credit. He, he was yeah, he was the kind of guy that uh, wrong saw... the Geonosians designed the Death Star. Yeah, those Star. bugs. We need to talk about that after you're done with your point he, about the timeline. He of saw he saw an opportunity done. that the uh, the Empire uh, wanted wanted to build a weapon and they 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 tasked him with it and he saw an opportunity to go in business for himself and get attention. So he he knew that he couldn't do that, so he hired a guy. He was still helping the Empire though. He was. But I think the over the overall goal for for Kranich was to be in business for himself, to get attention, to move his way up. And when that was blocked, he decided to go over his superior's head. Mm -hmm. As you know, sometimes we're at work and we work really hard, you know, at, just as people. And you know, when we don't get what we want, we sometimes try to do whatever he, we can. He to, went. To he went to it. to Sauron's castle and talked to Darth Vader. To me, he was very sympathetic. Uh, and yeah, I, I almost felt like. Yeah, he's a vain asshole, but I don't think he was an evil. He is a veiny character. asshole. Vain asshole. Oh. He is a vain asshole. I mean, he's somewhat evil, but he's not. But like, no, he's, he's, oh, he's not part Grand of the Moff bad Tarkin guys. But I don't think that he is the maniacal no. evil character. He's a better Star That Wars. would be Grand Moff Tarkin. He did more in this movie for me to like him than Count Dooku did in two fuck, movies. Like, fuck yeah. Count Dooku's not a character. All right, now since we're on this whole designing the Death Star <laughs> thing, can we please talk yeah, about been, the timeline? You can go all, go on to it like a veiny asshole. Like I really throughout the whole movie, I'm trying to piece this shit together. So in episode two, the Geonosians, the bugs, who went, like, that's how... Wait, wait, how do they talk? And with Count Dooku, were, they were bugs. That's how the bugs sounded. So, yeah, uh, the, the bugs. Anyway. Bug Kirk. Bug Kirk. So anyway, so the wait, bugs... Wait, what's, the name, what's the name of the bugs? Bug Kirk. Geonosians. Yeah, Geonosian Kirk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so they designed the Death Star with Count oh, Dooku God. in that movie. Like, they had the little schematics and everything. And then at the and then five years or so passes between two and three, and then in three they're actually building the Death Star. Yeah. 
So Evan, I, it's, not, I, it's not canon. I no, it is. It's See, not I, canon. I, the other I thing, would though, assume if you're gonna go and say that as the Genesis built it, all that Galen was brought on to do is make the weapon. Yeah. So was that the Genosians could have been building the actual the ship. Wait, 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 wait. What like, you're saying, what you're saying is the next movie has to be Star Wars: A Bug Kirk. A Bug Kirk. Oh, yes, God. to explain the Bug Kirks. A Bug's life. A Bug's life. <laughs> no, but that's a good that, point though, Dan. Like, like the Genosians. Maybe it was going to be a space station at first, and then they're like, "Hey, we can put a weapon in the middle of this." And I, then they I got think Urso. They said weapon in two though, if I because I know that they Probably. had the, the schematics. And then like, okay, so when she when Jin was a little girl, she's older than Luke um, like by at least 10 years I'm just confused to where where Quick. the designing and well, we gotta ask George that the all, Star. all you really need to like at least in my head Geonosians design the initial concept the Empire is starting to build it but they're not getting it right they're every they're making all these little mistakes the weapon isn't working right the structure isn't working so right they hire so they hire Ma- Ma- uh, Galen to come on and complete help to the refine project it. almost like this project was like a was was like a really tough like doomed yeah. experiment like it didn't because so, the way episode three leaves off with Tarkin and everything you're I like, mean, he was Ooh. working on it when his daughter was a little kid and then he was still working on it so, yeah. Yeah. so like they've so. been working on this shit for like twenty fucking years. Yeah, was was my impression of of the Death Star. Like even so, they like five years they were designing it on Geonosis, then they were building it for like twenty. Didn't, years. didn't she say the last time she saw her dad was like fifteen, 15. years ago? Right. Yeah. So I mean, clearly they've been working on it for that long. And and that's why it's so important to Krennic. You know, like they've been spending decades. And, on And this, Krennic and has been in, in charge of this project. It's kind of his baby. And, yeah, then and then Tarkin takes Tarkin it over. Comes in and just takes all of it. And it's like, it. yo, well, he fuck takes, you, he my takes face once... is CG. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> once, it's, once it's finished, he takes. He just goes, okay, you're, you're That's the best, like, you're when you're done. in a group project and you do everything. Yeah. And then Josh would come over. Oh, great no, job, I did but uh, this, is, you, this is mine. fucker. Um, what else? Uh, oh, okay, let's talk about the climax. The whole battle on what? the beach. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, oh, let's talk about the robot. Wait, what Beach was the robot's Kirk? name? K two. Oh yeah, yeah. What, that, if C three PO was L and two. Okay, wait. There's still there's oh, still okay, some members. Guys, guys, calm down. There's still down. some members of Rogue One I want to talk about. But yeah, okay. we'll, we'll talk well, about, about K two the, and then, right. then okay. C three PO. It was a was they had a cameo a by the way. Bitch. Yeah, that was a lame cameo reason. by the way. I think that was my least. Oh my god, where's my red arm? Oh my god. You know what the best cameo in the whole movie was? The guy that gets his arm sliced off. Yeah, yeah, the Cantina guys. Yeah, and then Mike Mike made a good point. Like when they destroyed Jeddah, which the Cantina guys were on. They I guess they might have. They obviously, they were going got to off. their ship. Yeah, Doctor Evazan and Ponda Baba. They have a name. <laughs> yeah, or Doctor Evan Moore and Ponda Benny. Oh, good. Uh, hey, Benny, I have a Halloween <laughs> costume. That robot K. What was it? K two sixty nine. K Y jelly. That if C three PO was not a little bitch and was actually like a badass. That's what that the character. dude. He that and, was and, great, and more sarcastic. And more, that was a well-written. Alan Tudyk was really character. great. I really liked. Yeah, yeah, no, he was great. He's, I don't think I've ever felt bad for a robot dying before. Yeah, yeah. so he died short died. circuit too. When <laughs> 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 he died Johnny too early. No. K two died way too early. But he no, died. Like at the end of the movie, there was still a good twenty minutes. He could have been in there. He could have fought Vader. Jason, they all died. He died so that way Jin and Spoilers! Freaking... <laughs> Dunkirk! <laughs> Spoiler, so. Kirk! Spoiler. All right, let's talk about the other characters then. Um, 
So we had uh, yeah the guy from from uh, um, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, yeah. the the pilot that was sent from mm-hmm. by Matt Mikkelsen, and he, he gets mind raped by a tentacle monster. Yeah, can we talk about that? One that of the was pointless because because it was going to be like, oh, this destroys like, your mind. You're and the pilot, it did right? Yeah, I'm the pilot. That okay, was the I'm, I'm better now. That was the weirdest. That was the rap tar scene. Okay, that 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 scene for me, I, I saw the monster and I was like, that's dumb. <laughs> that did not. So, have to be um, Forrest Whitaker's character, uh, Baldy McGuy. Yeah, Saul Goodman. Did he have? Did he have Mechanical legs. Yeah, he yeah. did. That, this, that was just a weird. <laughs> Pretty sure that the majority of his came, body was. They gave Forrest Whitaker robot legs. It's that weird. Se- like, oh, the thing will take your mind over, and he will get they, the oh, truth yeah, from you. They never you. really explained what his breathing problem was. Forrest Whitaker has had a weird string of bad accents in <laughs> yeah. movies. Yeah, a rival. I can never understand who he's like supposed to be. Like, where, well, I guess in Star Wars it doesn't matter. But uh, okay, so in 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 uh, this movie, Forrest Whitaker's character captures. The Nightcrawler guy's character, because he's an Imperial pilot, pilot, and then he throws him in the chamber with this tentacle monster to mind rape him, and get like it's like a an like lie detector yeah. alien. And it, it, like, and then when you see him later on, he's kind of like he's not saying anything, so he's kind of comatose in a way. And then he starts talking again. And it's like that never happened. His whole character arc was a uh, cowardly pilot gets over a fear of being. Yeah, a he's like a, he has a redemption. I would say he was cowardly. I mean, he went right up to those people in the sand place. You know, mm-hmm. he he had he didn't show any fear at, at, at any point, really. Could you imagine how weird it would be if that tentacle monster scene was in A New Hope when they're trying to figure out the um the location of uh, the rebel base um from Leia and instead of like the probe droid or whatever, it was just the giant tentacle monster just coming out. It's the same scene, but for totally different reasons, this <laughs> yeah. one sucks. You know what? This movie should have explained why there was a monster in the garbage compactor. In, in, uh, New Who Hope. gives a shit? I do. <laughs> it's just it's there. You think that monster? Is maybe the monster it's, yeah, the maybe. No, because then they show it had like the one eye that stuck up, and yeah. that it didn't have it. It was weird. Um, what other characters are there? The, uh, I think we hit them. Is all, there a really? trash compactor on this ship? <laughs> well, Baylor got. She's in the other movies. Jimmy Smith was in it. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> who else did we miss? <laughs> uh. uh the Mon Mothma actress was like dead ringer. That was crazy. She was like, cool. She was in a, like for two seconds. I so. know, but still like. Well, she was from episode Lady three, right? Uh, yeah, Same she, actress. She played Mon Mothma in the deleted scenes from episode three when they're starting the Rebel Alliance, and Padme's like, "We need to start a rebellion against the Empire." Did, did you guys I'm notice though? Sorry. Did you guys notice though how Vader never stepped on the beach though? It's because Anakin doesn't like sand. You, you know, you're right. <laughs> they kept they kept that whole yeah. part. Yeah, that was that is canon. That's why. He, it is based on a planet that has molten sand. <laughs> yeah, his castle is on a fucking volcano. Was that Mustafar? It, did, it didn't say. So but I'm it's I. Has to be. I read that. Um, I think the one of the writers or the producer something said yes. So Mustafar. you're telling me that you went this back to the scene of the crime? Fucking <laughs> asshole! To read an interview <laughs> to find out facts in the movie. Well, it labeled like all the other places except for that too, one. So, so I don't understand I think they that. Did that intentionally. Yeah. So so like to right. keep people. First guessing. off, I was glad that we saw Darth Vader's castle because. That was concept art that was lost from uh, episode seven, or not used, not lost, but they they were gonna show that they were gonna have an underwater castle. Yeah, there was. I, I even before that, I think I remember reading things that George Lucas had the, thought of the idea. Yeah, of George Darth Lucas Vader is having idiot. a castle. So <laughs> no, the the idea of Vader's castle has been tossed around for a while. So I'm glad that we got to see that. The fact that it's on Mustafar is like it, it makes sense, but yep. also it's no, it like, doesn't. It's like LOL, you got your limbs sliced off in this planet and then you got caught on fire and you still live here but the castle itself was awesome 
And then Darth Vader comes into the movie. It probably wasn't the Darth Vader choice. It was the Emperor's like, you're going to live here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently the the Emperor tortured Vader like after episode three. Just like made his life a living. Where did you read that? In in an expanded universe novel? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not canon. Vader showing up in the film was fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, so bad. The the design of the helmet, when in episode three, it was too thin because they fit it to hitting Christensen's face. And it's a stupid face. It it looked too thin. Here they had the brown eyes from New Hope, the big oversized mask from New Hope. It looked like a cheap costume. It looked like a Halloween costume. Like it did in New Hope. It's supposed to look like a big cheap Halloween costume. So it actually worked. Um, on top of that, they got James Earl Jones, which, I mean, you can't fake that. That no. was James Earl Jones. Well, Chad Vader did a good job. Yeah, but that that guy, who he also did it in uh, Force, the, Force, the Unleashed. Force Unleashed games. Yeah. Uh, and th- those were great, but really, I mean. Anymore. When Vader walked in with the shadow, I, that shot was awesome. Oh, that was so that was cool. cool. They just went down from it's the like, shadow. and Fuck. Just, uh, yeah. No, but Vader showing up was really badass, and I thought that was going to be his only scene. Hold on, we'll talk about that later. Oh, the second but, part. But uh, just... To hear James Earl Jones do it, to have the right colored eyes and the right shape of the mask, it was really, it was bad. Like I said before, Vader hasn't been badass since 1980. Once again, Vader is like a complete this is, badass. That's this is how, the badass he's ever, most badass, I think. I, I, this is yeah. the Vader that people have been wanting projected to see. onto like, the Darth Vader in the movie. He's been badass. For years. He's been badass in some comics I've read, like the the most recent Marvel Star Wars run. There's that one scene where he's surrounded by a bunch of guys, and they're like, yeah. you're going to die, and he takes out his lightsaber, he's like, all I see is a bunch of dead men. Th- this sw- was... Like, that, this is that translated, like, pretty like, much. Like, uh, what's, what was the guy's name who visited him? I'm, I'm, I can't remember. Kranich. 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 Yeah. sorry. Uh, Kranich, you know, kind of approached him almost as like a buddy. Hey, and then pal. there was one point where Vader te- steps a little too close to him, and he's like, oh, uh, never mind, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to be, like, all buddy-buddy with you. Also, I thought the incubation chamber of him... It was that, interesting. That was interesting. That was cool to see. You must get really bored Who there. Who the fuck was the guy in the cloak? <laughs> that guy looks just like... If you go back and, like, watch uh, Return of the Jedi, like, when the Emperor comes to... Um, he, he meets up with Darth Vader yeah. and Moff Jirjarad, or however you pronounce it. Like, there's all these shadowy... Yes, there's already these uh, like shadowy cloaked guys yeah. like wearing hats oh, and I stuff. It's one. Of, I emperor. think it's one of those that guys. That really took me off guard. Didn't I, even sound like him. No, See? but when he was seeing him from the back walking in, I thought that was the emperor. He was and moving he, way too quick. And then, yeah. he, and then he knelt. I'm like, oh, it's not the emperor. The emperor doesn't kneel. That's okay. That's a question. Where the hell was the emperor during this? Entire I, I thought, thought he was going to show up. Cameo. I really did think that they were going to played get... by Mike Staclasa. <laughs> Well, it's like the Emperor wasn't anywhere in the first movie either. So yeah. Yeah. it's like Vader was not really in the it's first movie. a busy movie guy. And in the second so movie, he was like, a chimp. Yeah, yeah with... Uh, no, his, his eyes were but, chimps. Yeah. I actually really didn't like them showing Vader completely exposed because if you're going back and they're trying to make Vader look like Bass, and luckily they didn't later on in the movie, but it's like you just disarmed Vader... And now you're going to try to make him be a badass It reminded me again. of the scene from Empire when they uh, they show the back of his head and they put the yeah. helmet on. But see, that that was more cool and, like, sinister. This was like, the dude doesn't have any fucking limbs. <laughs> and <laughs> like, he's, like, tied up in the... And the guy's like, Vader, Kranich's <laughs> here. And, could, and then could, he comes out and that fucking silhouette, like Josh was saying, <laughs> do you want to talk about badass, Could, could it be argued that part of the Vader character and what makes him badass, aside from the fact they, they did the scene at the end, is that is, he can make flute, fruit float... <laughs> Master Obi-Wan would be very grumpy if he saw me doing this. It is that 
he he's a guy that when you take the shell off, he's nothing. But when he puts it on, he can do anything he wants. Isn't there? I mean, I to... I would say I maybe there was some error of like ambiguity around him, but we know everything about him at this point. So yeah, so yep. it's not like we have to hide it. Where like oh, because I mean, I think one of the most powerful moments in the series is when at the end of Jedi, Luke takes his helmet off. And you don't know what to expect, and it's some weak little... Some crusty old guy. Crusty old man, like, uh, I'll go, my son. <laughs> and you're like... And to me, as a kid, that always stuck out as, like, here's this badass, but really just this disgusting, deformed man. Yeah. Sad old man underneath the, the exterior. So I think seeing him in that way, like, disarming him, I think is a good way to put it, it doesn't matter to us at this point as an audience. Like, if this is the first Star Wars movie you ever saw... I guess that would be a little disarming, but we know everything about Darth Vader. We know he doesn't like sand. We know that he hates Tusken Raiders. He likes to make fruit float. He makes fruit float. He uh, likes he misses to add a mommy. lot of extra O's into the word no. Yeah. They've, released, they've released all the schematics to his suit. Oh, yeah. This he built C-3PO. He built C-3PO. Oh, my God. I forgot. I forgot he built C-3PO. He and his friends like to say, this is so wizard. That's he likes so wizard, Annie. He, he can pod race. He can say yippee. He's space Jesus. He was an immaculate birth. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. murdered children. <laughs> Darth Vader was a virgin birth. <laughs> Lest we forget that part of episode one. He had a high midichlorian count. Fuck you, George I was, Lucas. I was, hoping they'd mention, I was hoping they'd mention midichlorians in this somehow. Why? No, no. No, what I was going to say was kind of, you didn't let me finish. Say like, oh, that guy's got a high midichlorian. Oh, you mean that bullshit? Some throwaway line like that that totally disowns it. Why even Force bother? With me, I'm with they the already came close enough starting to say, maybe we should have clones again. Yeah. In, in the midichlorians are with me. Like, oh, no, 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 no. No more clones. Uh, what else is there to say? It's a good movie. Ruin everything. Can, we can we talk about uh, the, the ending? I mean, you, you touched on it earlier about how the ending really was, you cared about everybody. It's a great And thing. just the, the fact that the whole idea is, in the rebellion, they all voted. We're not going to steal these Death Star plans. We're going to give up. We're done. The rebellion's over. Roll over and die. And this small group of, of rebels was like, "Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to steal the transport ship well, that we stole already well, and well, go." I thought the better part about all those rebel, the the Rogue One group, is that these are guys that have done everything for the rebellion, and the rebellion just goes, "Fuck it, we're done. We well, the, we can't. There's no way we can win this fight." There's no proof. Like, that, that's the whole point is that they needed proof either from the the transmission that was mm -hmm. sent yeah. uh, by Mads Mikkelsen or to ha actually bring him in and yeah. tell them what to do. They, they they were just going off of as they said the scavenger who you know they don't exactly trust yeah i was uh, i was talking about more from like the the rogue one character i'm thinking like these are guys that like at one point what was it uh who was the the spanish guy what was his name it wasn't spanish i don't think. uh jorge cassian again cassian no. uh he he comes up and he has all the guys line up behind him and say they've all they've all done stuff that Kirk. they're not proud of but they've done it for the rebellion yeah. their entire lives and they're not they're not going to give up now and i thought that's not, that's okay that's noble they go and they go on this basically a suicide death, mission. A suicide. It was. Mission. It was just. I mean, it was almost like there's, there's no guarantee we can do this. They're the suicide. This was the suicide and, squad. And what they did, I thought, was really interesting, <laughs> was the same thing they did in Return of the Jedi, where it was we stole this ship and we're gonna hope that these codes work to land, and then when we land, I hope no one notices it's us. I think Jyn Erso should have started doing hula dancing moves. Oh, okay, shut up. <laughs> Fuck. Power and evil will return. But, but what I, and then and then the fact that they went down and they had this really solid plan, and it's almost like the rebellion when they sent all these ships kind of fucked it up. Like no, because without them, they would have never opened up the shields. Yeah, 
And then they yeah, died. Because then they crashed the fucking Star Destroyer. You, you had that Admiral was awesome. not Akbar, like walking. <laughs> yeah, you have like just Admiral because Akbar. That, that, he died. The you ship blew up. They based him. Well, no, 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 no. The ship didn't blow up. The ship. Uh, what was <laughs> well, it? It got, it got, it got taken destroyed over. right yeah. after the other ship ejected that, from it. Like. Yeah. Essentially, they they designed that that character off of Winston Churchill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can totally see it. I thought I thought the whole ending how it and this is where the movie really won me over as a great Star Wars or a great film in general is that the ending just kept getting better progressively better, better yeah. and better and and the fact that they were like they had to get the plans and climb the thing and, and it was it a just, good it, build up because at, at first uh, Cass and well Jin well written very yeah, well written Ca- Cass and Jin go to get the plans and like they at first I'm saying with with K two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this isn't gonna work. At first, they I, stick out like a fucking yeah. thumb. At first, I'm saying to myself, they have it easy. All they gotta do is go in this thing, play the big claw machine, get the plans, <laughs> and that's it. Well, everyone else on the ground floor is being shot at, being blown up, but then dying. The, everyone yeah, dies. But then the battle gets movie. to them, and at that point, everyone's life is on the line. Like when when uh, Jin was climbing up the the column to get the planes and like uh, Krennic and his goons are shooting at them. I was like, fuck. Did anyone else have a problem with the fact that they're still using hard drives? Like no. big fucking hard drive. The only reason why I never problem. It's a long with that, time ago, Sean. You know what? I actually had a very interesting conversation I had with somebody at work about the first Star Wars movie and how the first Star Wars movie was a science fiction that seemed like it was based on Earth technology. Mm-hmm. When you look at New Hope, the panels and the, they have the tapes and the schematics, and when they're in that Death Star room with the big red panel and the big buttons, it almost seems like it was like it was like Star Trek the original series where it was big bulky science fiction equipment. Uh- and then Empire got away from that design. What I liked about this is it tied into that set design. Oh, sure. They did it's that use... that 70s sci-fi set exactly, decoration, yeah. like Star Wars but and it, Alien. But they, didn't, yeah. but they didn't have to put, like, a, 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 a disc in there and everything. Like, no, they, they did. Just... She took the... The plans were in a fucking, like, a disc. Well, I know. it makes it, it, makes it better 70s, because... that's about what a hard drive was. Yeah, and, 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 and it, so. it, it might be obsolete now, but considering this is science fantasy and that technology ties into the retro technology of New Hope, I think that that made perfect sense. And it makes it better for her actually her to hold something because then they have something that has like value to it. Like when Vader's slaughtering those guys and he's like, oh, I gotta give it you. Take it! Take it! Take this away from me! We all knew knew that was gonna happen because it leads into the fourth movie. That was the whole point of building tension. That was perfect. But someone who's never seen the original Star Wars, they would have been like... That's the thing. Like You know how this movie ends. You you know they, they get the plans to the Rebels and the Death Star and yada yada yada. But you're still so invested in the characters and and the story and what happens next that you overlook that you kind of even forget about it like that that hallway scene when they're passing it off to each other i forget i forgot that they they do eventually get to leia like because i was so invested in that so scene. the build up the, the whole movie built up to that darth vader hallway scene and well, I okay think wait, wait before, before you get to the darth vader hall, i just want to say that every death on the on on the planet what was the planet's name again Dunkirk. Scarf. Scarf. Every death on that planet was so... It was like a coming together of their character. It was perfect. Yeah, it was really, like a boiling point. Every main character died. Well, it was... Every every, every character had their had their rap. We didn't feel we didn't feel unsatisfied. Uh, honestly, I feel Krennic. like that was an ending that they probably had to fight for to kill everyone off because, it, like... Because they were... They think about Disney. Yeah. Like, oh, we can, we can make another yeah. movie with some of someone the Jinner, so... Yeah, someone, sequel. <laughs> someone could easily pick the two of them up as, you know, shit's yep. going down. And On just, Solo comes down you, with Yoda. While they were shooting the movie felicity jones had a second uh, sequel option in her contract so that wasn't always the they're the they're there on the like... beach <laughs> they're on the beach and then Watto flies in and he's like oh. i'll save you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting my tricks that don't work here he comes down in I a pocket rebel now 
<laughs> he comes down in a pod racer. Like, if you really think about it, like they they actually like sure it's not anywhere near as brutal as effective as the mist sending, but that's basically like the same thing. Like every character uh, that you follow for uh, the entire movie just fucking dies right yeah. before the movie ends. Yeah, Watto yeah, really and Jar Jar yeah. come down. <laughs> Dexter Jetster. Dexter. I guess I should open a diner. I provided catering. Oh, the Camino. <laughs> um, by the by the bill by the boiling point, the climax of that movie, I was sitting there thinking they really could just save all five of the of the main rogue. But one. you know what? They did it. They were really gonna gonna I, I had a feeling they were going to die. I turned no, to yeah. Josh yeah. at some point. And it makes I'm it like, more impactful. They're all going to die. But they also did a really good job. Movie, so. They they did a really good job of building all the characters I'm, up so that yeah. when they did die, you. you I'm did glad care. the Death Star shot off. Where they were, so like the explosion comes to them, it's a little more dramatic that way. Then just Although, how did they get that far it also, away from It also it took started. down the satellite dish, oh, but it was too late. I don't know if you noticed that the beam actually went through the satellite yeah, and yeah. hit yeah. the ground. Yes. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, I th- I, I, once it builds up to, because they, they, they have the physical copy, right? Not Admiral Akbar Churchill. is like, <laughs> we, have it, we have the schematics. It's the exact same animation from New Sorry. Hope. And and I'm thinking I'm like okay it's on the ship but why do they have to download it? And then I realized that all they go to go into fucking it's not warp speed it's hyper speed in in Star Wars right? So they go into hyper speed and a fucking star destroyer comes out of nowhere. That was an and awesome they, scene. And they fucking hit the star destroyer. <laughs> so they're like oh shit! Do so they download it to a disc and they're running to get it onto Captain Antilly? Like this is it? Like this is their last hail mary? And they go to get this onto Captain Antilly's ship. And Darth Vader's like, prepare a landing party. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it's completely dark. You hear the breathing. And then the lightsaber hits. Oh, yeah. And I was <laughs> I was just like on an adrenaline rush throughout yeah. that entire scene. Did you get a chub? He's sl- yes. He's <laughs> slaughtering those people. The one guy he throws up to the ceiling and then slices them down. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And they're like, take the hard drive. Take it. Dang it! And the, the doors closed. And it was no just, one it was, believes. It was, that was the Darth Vader well, it cauterizes scene. the wounds. Everybody wanted to see in episode three and never got And then what, in episode no. three, you go, no, she died of a broken heart. Padme, I'm afraid in your rage, you killed her. That's impossible. Uh, I felt her. Uh. No. Uh. That's the moment that character died forever. And Until this yeah, movie, yeah. where where he's slaughtering people like fucking crazy. He should have slaughtered some more younglings. Slaughtered the younglings. He Padme, killed. I saw the, what if I saw young the security? Lose. What if all the rebels in that hallway were like under twelve and just like lining up? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, he, and then and you just hear him go, "Yes, he killed." Younglings. I was afraid that they weren't going to have a lightsaber in this movie. That that crossed my mind. I didn't a couple th- I times. thought the original cut Gareth Edwards made. There was nothing like that. No force. They no probably lightsaber. did do that. Darth Vader scene added in uh, after the first cut. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that scene was the best scene in the movie. I think that. Oh, I, yeah. I was joking around about it, saying, "Oh, that was because to me it, it feels like the end should have been." The planet blows up, and you see the two of them there, and then. Whoop. But but the idea that he because the was movie so... isn't the movie literally isn't really even a science fantasy movie. The movie's a war movie. Oh, it's a, it's a total. I remember the first Star hearing Wars that, that ending is like what leads it into a Star Wars movie. You really think I, about. I remember it. hearing yeah. the first cut before they reshot like forty percent of it or whatever. The first really? cut was yeah, it's, yeah. The first cut uh, originally was a gritty ass like Band of Brothers war movie, and Disney was like, "Fuck, this is we heavy. still got some, some of heavy that. shit. We got some of that though. We really. Oh yeah, no, it was a good balance. Basically, the last basically, yeah, that's, that's it's, reflected it's in the ending. a movie by committee done right, unlike Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's literally the same problem. They had to reshoot a ton of. But the they movie. had a tighter grip on what they and wanted. I, I think that I mean, w- they had after, a clearer picture. 
So the the fact that Vader was like so close, and the fact that he's slicing through that fucking hallway. Well, it was, it was what thirteen on one in that hallway. Yeah, everyone and, has a gun pointed at him, and the door jams, and they can't get it open. They're pulling the door. I'm like, this is real tension. This is tension that I haven't seen in an action or a sci-fi movie in a long time. This is great, and then of course it leads directly into to New Hope, and I. After a second after the handoff of drive, that guy gets stabbed like right through the door. <laughs> it's a close one there. No, that was that was. I mean, I think the ending of the movie, from the planet blowing up, from, like the whole climax, the whole action climax of them landing on the planet to trying to steal the plans to getting them out to Vader slaughtering them to giving it to Princess Leia, it really sealed the deal with the movie for me. Oh yeah, I, I can't. If it wait. was not for that, see that last. 40 minutes or half hour or whatever it was, it would not have been as great of a movie. That's what I agree. Did it. I, I will say, I can't wait for memes of uh, Kranich looking up and seeing the Death Star and just being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of Death Star, I thought the cinematography showing the Death Star eclipsing the sun and stuff. Upside was, down? Uh, upside down. Upside down at one point. Yeah, I mean, Gareth Edwards made the latest Godzilla movie, and for all that movie's flaws, yeah. it, it looked great. Killed both fathers. <laughs> in almost the same way. Both actors that, that Sean right. really liked. Both you, died. You, uh, the way Mads Mikkelsen died in this movie was it was the X-Wings that dropped bombs on him. Like, purely by mistake. But I felt like that was going to lead into Jyn Erso, like, hating the rebellion. At least we saw him die, not just put in a body bag. Yeah. Like Godzilla. Yeah. But I feel like we've exhausted all of our power ports. <laughs> Uh, about I, this, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I don't know. About this movie, uh, we all loved it. It's one of the best Star Wars movies out there. Maybe. I think it's better than Force it's Awakens. Third or fourth? I, yeah. I would say. Final thoughts, in, maybe. In Final thoughts. Um, I loved it. Better than Force Awakens. Didn't sell the right way. Great war movie. Built up tension. Very nice. All the characters were great. I would love to see it again. I'm actually itching to see it again. Probably in 4DX because I have get a free, that checked out. I have a free. <laughs> I have a free 4DX ticket. Oh, yeah, Joe. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say real quick, not a final thought, but a, a point that I did in my research on this. Um, there's like an official joke now that's been carrying over. There was in a, um, a New Hope when they're talking about, oh, did you see the new BT-16s? Oh, yeah. Here they're talking about the BT-15s being obsolete, and <laughs> like there's like a quick little like quick like blink and you'll miss it moment and then apparently in force awaken they're talking about b17 <laughs> so like just this one line that's carrying over that's funny sean final thoughts uh yeah i liked it i would also like to go see it again and uh yeah you want to make a date out of it uh only if you only if you buy me dinner a four dx the d for date <laughs> or something else well there's four d's there and i think we all know what one of the d's is <laughs> It's for Dunkirk. There's <laughs> four D's for Corny's buttholes. Speaking of buttholes, <laughs> Mike, final thoughts? Did anyone else think it was weird the fact that the thing kept opening, the aperture kept opening yeah, and closing when she, she was, was going impregnating in there? the satellite dish, <laughs> the satellite sphincter, yeah. <laughs> the sphincter light? This is gonna shit on her. Uh, final thoughts? Uh, Dunkirk. Thought Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, before that, was there a Wilhelm scream in this? I didn't hear one. Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Was yes. it, was it, she, when I went was it the one really early in the movie? When, when they... Oh, the I think it was an imitation yeah. of the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it no, was... Yeah, no, that totally was not was Wilhelm. She threw, she threw the guy yeah. off in the rain? No. 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 It was when the tank exploded was the first one that I noticed. Wow. And uh, there was, I know there was a few more. 
Okay. Well, okay. That's not my final thought. My final thought is... <laughs> <laughs> it was a, I hated it! No Wilhelm yeah, no. Scream! Bullshit movie! <laughs> it was a fun, uh, definitely PG-13 war movie that you don't need to have seen the other Star... I mean, I'm guessing it helps. Yeah. But, uh, stands on its own. And it's fair enough. Benny! This is a movie that, going into it, I thought, is the story worth telling? And, you know, maybe... But they they did a very good job of making it a story worth telling. Uh, and also, this movie gives me a lot of confidence moving forward with episode eight and nine, and maybe other spinoff movies. Uh, I'd slow down about nine. Just just well, you, know, well, you, you got you got a big problem with, with episode nine coming up. Well, yeah. they're definitely they're definitely planning on another another spinoff movie at some point. Yeah, Han Solo starts filming yeah. in February. Uh, this movie, this movie. Well, this can't movie they just least, make the Lando Calrissian movie with Donald Glover and skip the young Han Solo? This movie at least gives me confidence going into that. What do you think the chances are that Darth Vader shows up in L- Young Lando? Oh my god! Or not Young Lando, well, Young maybe, Han Solo. So, maybe yeah. same thing. Yeah, I wish it was Young Lando. Um, I wanted this movie to fail because I still don't like the idea of doing spinoff movies. No, no, because if this didn't do well, they could have been like, oh, Young Han Solo, that's not going to work. I don't like the idea of a Young Han Solo movie. I okay. still... And, and the fact that this did so well, because I just... I was really against the existence of this movie at the beginning, but I can't deny that, that this was a really fucking great movie. And it was a lot of fun. It was very Star Wars, if if you will. Um, I really liked some of the callbacks. I liked the action. I think the CG was great. The characters were great. Again, I rank it fourth. I think that the original trilogy is still, as a whole, above this. I think it's a great companion piece to the original trilogy. And like I said earlier, this is the, this is the prequel we always deserved. This is what we should have gotten instead of Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. We should have just gotten Rogue One. I do think this is better than Force Awakens. Uh, and I do like, I still like Force Awakens. I know its flaws, I understand. I've liked Force Awakens less the more I've watched I, I it. I like it less, but I still it's just really, lazy to me. I still really like it. I think this is better. Oh, yeah. And I have very high hopes for episode eight after seeing this. Mm, me too, but, but I, we'll I mean, just a final, final thought. What I used to really like about Star Wars, I used to get really jazzed about it, was yeah. e- either you had 20-year gaps or, like, three or four year gaps. Now we have one year gaps. I mean, it's, it's incredible to me that, gaps. that only one year ago we were sitting around talking about force awakens. Now we're talking about rogue one. And in another year, we'll be talking about episode eight, eight. the Jedi temple of Sakaar or whatever, <laughs> you know, like whatever that one's going to be. Um, I, I they're coming the out. Name. They're coming out to me a little too fast. I, I was, I wasn't really ready for another star Wars movie. I'm glad we got it. I think it's a great movie, but I think that this is a little too quick to have Star Wars movies every year for the rest of forever. Yeah, I love that's the Dis- movie, but I hate that they're doing them. <laughs> that's Disney. I, I guess I, that's Disney's I fault. I, I would version. honestly be prepared for them to be doing more than one a year if it keeps like Marvel. Marvel has three movies next year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, I felt like that trailer, you know, the stuff <laughs> in high get, school get, is really good. We only got Guardians. Yeah, we didn't get the, Spider-Man trailer. Uh, the Robert Downey Jr. was way too much. We, we, um, have to, we have to let Josh talk about Star Wars Rogue Kirk. <laughs> what'd you uh, final thoughts Josh um, but like you guys are saying perfect prequel I think um, because literally it ends in the same scene that episode 4 starts in that's great um, and also just great cinematography acting was great um, I still have one question though why instead of using a hard drive why not just use Dropbox they could have <laughs> avoided a lot of issues see that's my point right now. Yeah. Well, Dropbox gets hacked every so often right, Google, Google Drive Google Drive Google Drive at one <laughs> 
Yeah, at one, at one, point, Dropbox at one the point, they're like, oh, go through his transmissions. I'm like, look at Hillary Clinton's emails. Every single one of them. <laughs> every, every, one of, every one of them? Yes, every one. <laughs> DK, final thoughts. Uh, I thought that, honestly, this is like the best case of what a prequel can be. Because a prequel shouldn't be a movie that you have to see anything else for it to be standalone. It should only enrich the movie that you saw prior to it. But it should also be able to stand alone on its own. And most of the time, prequels don't do that at all because almost, I'd say, 90% of prequels are all shit. So, a lot of them, yeah. Um, Except for Metal Gear Solid. The fact Solid that like, it's, a, it's a great movie to watch by itself, even if you didn't have any other knowledge of other Star Wars movies, but knowing all the other Star Wars knowledge enriches this movie. And going forward, this movie makes the other movies that you've seen before actually feel yeah. better. So like that's why I feel like... I wasn't expecting this movie to be that good. Like for the longest time, I was like, "Eh, you know, I'm hearing crap." But then it got closer and closer. Heard more and more good stuff about it, and I was like, "Eh." But now I'm like, "Okay, this was yeah. like blew, to me blew away Force Awakens." All praise Tony Gilroy. Yeah, <laughs> he fixed it. He's a saint. Joe, final thoughts. Uh, I I agree with all of you guys. I really was surprised by it. Um, and like everyone was saying, you know, I I still am kind of iffy about the young Han Solo story, and I think. If the prequels, uh, episodes one, two, and three, didn't suck so much, we wouldn't have that like, oh, it could be like this. Like if it if they were good, then we we wouldn't maybe be holding it to a higher like That's that the same idea. Thing I'm saying. Even not just the Star Wars yeah. prequels, the word prequel yeah, exactly. almost always means bad. Yeah, like it's it's very but rare that if, you're like, okay, that was really a good prequel. If if they if they keep doing spinoffs of new characters and new stories and new setups, then I'm cool with that. That's it. not where we're getting. We're getting young Han no, Solo, I, which I yeah. made the point. What's the what the what's the actor's name who's playing Alden Han Solo? Enrique. It doesn't matter how good of an actor this guy is. All we're going to be judging Isn't is... Jennifer is, Lawrence in that now, too? It's, no, it's like, oh, no, 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 how no, is this not, Harrison what is Ford it? It's the chick from uh, Game of Thrones. That's all that we're right? going to care about. Amelia Clark. Yeah, Amelia Clark's in Yeah, she's in it. She's the, she's the she's female not a good actress in uh, really. a Han Solo movie. Because any, any, however well this guy does as young Han Solo, we're going to be like, wow, that was a great Harrison Ford impression playing Han Solo. Like, it... I don't I'm, like I'm the idea him. of a young. Maybe in I'm post just expect- they'll just Peter cushion his face. <laughs> They're just, just expecting him to like walk around. Hey Chewie, how you doing? Hey, yeah. What are you, John Wayne? <laughs> hey <laughs> Chewie, how you doing? Chewy, how are you? How you doing, Pilgrim? So, um, did you give your final thoughts? But yeah, I, I I just I liked it a lot. I I felt like it fit. I was pleasantly surprised, and um, kudos to everybody who um was involved with this. I was I was very excited, and hopefully this is a sign for episode eight and nine. Yeah, you know, you you can do the little references here and there, but for the most part, you know, you can make your own story and still have something really really special. Yeah. All right. I think it's time we put a ball on the end of this review, everybody. There's a lot of us here, so. Uh... I guess we probably shouldn't do plugs. Think so? Just plug the website butt and all plugs. that. Butt plug. Butt plugs. Go to MikeDowling.com. Oh, wait for February for, for that one. Actually, if you go to MikeDowling.com, you'll find a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> you think he sells butt plugs? It's like that Hey Arnold episode country where singer. the Asian yeah. guy was like a really great country singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was in the Vietnam War, Mr. Wynn. Korean War. Oh. Uh, you fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow... and four butt Please follow us on Twitter at blah blah p o d one. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscri- subscribe to us on iTunes for weekly updates. Check out our sports centric shows, and stay tuned for some other great content. Good night. I want to talk about the score.
I hated this fucking score. Yeah. See, I really fucking hated this score. I literally feel like if you have to have someone replace John John Williams when he finally decides to call it quits, that sounded like it sounded like Star Wars music to me. It didn't it sound like, like the Star, Star Wars okay, theme, I don't mind, but it sounded like Star Wars music. I don't mind music. that it sounded like Star Wars music, but it wasn't. But it was like instead of the main theme, we have this theme that kind of sounds like it. The Imperial, the Imperial it, March. This wasn't like this wasn't a movie that was the main but, part okay, of the story. Okay, but, but, but the Imperial, yeah. but the Imperial March. Like they played it, but the the song that they used instead kind of sounded like it. And then what really bugged me is like the main Rogue One theme sounded like the love theme between uh, Anakin and Padme, which I think is a, the da 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 da. Like I that sounded so much like what they used, and it everything thanks, was just thanks for that. Everything was just close. I but think no they, cigar. I think almost. they should have gone with that like uh, disco Star Wars music by Mecco. Or whatever it how was. about when da, Carrie Fisher sings? Da, 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 how about da, when da. Carrie Fisher sings uh, the the Life Day song at the end of the holiday special? <laughs> oh, the B. Arthur song. You can put that oh, in there. Oh yeah, uh, the B. Arthur song. The, the Jefferson Starship song. The the song that 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 whatever that was that Chewbacca's grandpa was watching. Yeah, sings. Well, I, I th- honest to God though, if I had to really complain about one, I ha- there are there are minor flaws in this movie. <laughs> There are minor flaws in this movie, but if I had to really pick out one thing that just that rubbed me the wrong way about Rogue One, I did not like this score because it sounded similar to other Star Wars themes without hitting the mark. I would have rather them do something, either do the original themes or do something completely different. See, I, mean, I, think, stuck in the I think it's just too stuck in your head because, again, like someone who hasn't seen all the movies, the music sounded perfectly fine and hit the tone. You know, it felt like it it matched what was on screen and it felt like it was supposed to be there. It just seems like the nostalgia goggles are a little too tight on your but when, head. But when the Rogue but, One type You're sitting here thinking like, about In Force Awakens, he pretty much used almost all the, the yeah. classic music, but he still made original music But it was John Williams. Yeah, I like that so, better. But, but than that's John Williams did. doing it, so okay, that makes it better. Also, it let's really not forget like, Michael Giacchino. He's the same guy who did Doctor Strange, where the theme song was from Star Trek. It It is the <laughs> same song. <laughs> That he wrote for Star Trek. And look Doctor forward Strange. to more from him for uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, shit. I'm not like oh, no. I, 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 They're trying to position him as like the new John Williams, and I'm not... Are they? His songs... Well, I don't, I don't no, know. No one will be Danny. I feel, like, I feel like he would have done Force Awakens if they didn't get Williams because of yeah. J.J. Well, so. John Williams is like, oh, I'm 85, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> da, 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 da. I, I think <laughs> with Spider-Man, his score with the high school stuff is going to be pretty good, but the score with the, Ro- with the Robert Downey Jr. Oh score is God, not Joe, good. I'm going to fucking kill you. Henry Jackson. It's just going to have the Iron Man music Jackson. in anyway. Henry Jackman makes really Yo, good Igor, scores. The Death Star is good. No, no, no. The guy who made the score for X-Men First Class I think his name is Henry J- I'm pretty sure he also did one of the Captain America. Yeah. No, he does some great music, Henry Jackman. Just get him to do this shit. Michael, I like Michael Giacchino, but his scores don't have the oomph to them. No, you know we need I mean? Hans Zimmer. So yeah. we can just get boom. And, and get <laughs> drums. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He did Amazing Spider-Man 2. I would love to see Junkie XL do a Star Wars film. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Good night. <laughs>